Ready to transform you in the eye of the storm Hell Marys, I make it poor Good I ain't lying You little giants, we been defying Rise What's the cost? Speed of boss, breaking down the walls. We all in once the coin gets tossed. Got the plan of action, never acting. No need to scramble to get traction. We make it happen. From three fours to four three. The founder of Slapdick Podcast, Slapdick uh, Whiskey, Slapdick Cigars, and the author of uh, Hate Me Now, Love Me Later. Ladies and gentlemen, Coach Jason Brown. Straight, no chaser, real raw and uncut. Coach, every time you come on, I laugh, I learn something, and then I fear that somebody's going to be. Incredibly pissed off with what you said. All around hustler. Make no mistake about it. I've done this a long time. Try to eliminate this soft society we have. There's legend. Hate me now, love me later, like my book says. This was presented by Slapdick Whiskey. Hey, Hell yeah. Hey, Slapdick yeah. Whiskey's good. So are the Stogies. Some real thought, real good flavor on these things, and the burn is excellent. Beautiful burn. Okay. Yes, sir. That big whiskey, that big cigars. Be true to yourself and see if, if if some shit changes for the for the worse or for the better. They asked me to do a podcast. They said let's call it the Slapdick Podcast. What up, what up, what up? The Real Coach JB here, man. Slapdick Podcast. Fearless Friday in the house on this fine Friday, the 18th of February, 2022. Uh, here live on Instagram, here live on YouTube, everybody on Spotify, iTunes, and Apple. Make sure you jump on over to my YouTube. <clears throat> Become a member today. $1.99. Um, $1.99, man. Uh, I guess on YouTube I didn't have no audio. So, hey, I'm here live on uh, Slapdick Podcast here on this fine Friday, man. The, 20, uh, the 18th of uh, February, 2022. I'm here live on Instagram as well. Everyone on IG, I appreciate you uh, joining in. Jump on over to YouTube. Uh, become a member. Best dollar ninety nine a month you can spend. Uh, become a member, man. Like I said, I take live callers, uh, straight video chat, live callers every day here on the Slapdick Podcast. If you're a member on YouTube, so everybody on IG, jump on over there to my YouTube channel. And uh, don't be a slap dick. Like my whiskey, man. Drink one, don't be one. Go get you some whiskey today. CoachJBStore.com. Check it out. Um, go on over and buy you some whiskey today. CoachJBStore.com. You can also get you some fly new merch. The Billichek hoodies, short sleeve hoodies are in effect. You can get you some on CoachJBStore.com as well. So go check it out. Uh, Fearless Friday today, man. Everybody's in the house. I appreciate you guys showing up. Give it up. This show is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Go check it out. BetOnline.ag. Use promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. And uh, go bet on... uh, Shit, the NBA All-Star Game this weekend. You got the NBA still headed towards the playoffs, plus the pussy-fied-ass play-in where we give everybody a fucking trophy. Um, so, you know, number nine and ten seeds can fucking play in and try to get in. So I guess we're just giving away trophies like a motherfucker. So it is what it is. So go uh, go on over there, man. Check it out. Believe.ag. Use promo code Believe. Uh, B-L-E-A-V 
on betonline.ag. Uh, tell him the Slapdick sent you himself. Proud sponsor of the Slapdick Podcast. Uh, here on this Fearless Friday, yesterday for Thursday, Thursday. I uh, apologize. I, I couldn't get in. I had to go see my boy Pat Perez at the uh, Genesis Open in L.A. at the Riviera. Uh, hung out with them. Shout out, man, to a lot of so a lot of cats uh, I saw, man. Craig, the owner of Craig's uh, in L.A., Fine Dining. It's basically the who's who of uh, f- restaurants. You know, we rolled up. There was 75 paparazzi outside waiting because everybody who's everybody shows up to this thing. So shout out, man. Had a, had a little sip with Brecken Meyer. He's the star of the, of the famous uh, movie Road Trip, if you don't know. Uh, plus a bit, many other movies. He's, uh, he's Pat Perez's boy. Uh, Breckenmeyer, real dude, cool dude. Bob Costas, Al Michaels, got to chop it up with them too, uh, and their, and their wives. Um, and then plus, you know, Craig, like I said, Craig's the owner of Craig's, um, down off Santa Monica. Go check it out. Great, uh, atmosphere, man. It's a, it's a pretty good deal, but you cannot get in unless you know somebody. So luckily I knew a guy. But it is what it is. I appreciate everybody coming in. Like I said, become a member. Hit join now. Um, and we're growing the Slapdick Podcast. We're doing five days a week. So hit me up. Come on in. Bob Costas is a midget on his knees. Uh, that motherfucker is very small. Um, I don't know. I didn't really feel his vibe. Al Michaels is a real one. He's on Pat McAfee's show as well. Um, he, he was pretty good dude, man. Um, for 82 years old, real, real, you know, sharp, um, great dude. So, you know, Hey, is what it is, man. Uh, I don't go on Pat show right now. I only go on college football season. So right now it's not college football season. So Frankie, so now you should become a member. Benzo become a member. Um, Devin Mo, what's good. Become a member slapdick podcast today on YouTube. Check it out. Lots to discuss, lots to discuss, man, to get it, uh, get it going. Let me get you a quote of the day today first, man. Let me give you the quote of the day. It's not about being fearless. It's about acting in spite of fear. A lot of us cower up, man. I don't believe there's anyone that literally walks this earth that fears nothing. Everyone talks about, I fear no man but God, and I do this, and I do that. Well, listen, I've seen it personally. The baddest motherfuckers get buckled in the knee and drop like a pin. So all this fearless talk, in my opinion, is bullshit. I don't believe there's anyone that walks fearless. Somebody's always bigger and badder than you out there. So please understand that. But it's the person that act, you know, that acts in the spite of fear who's got the big nuts and guts. So it ain't about being fearless. It's about acting in the spite of fear. And, uh, you know, I've been, about, I've been able to do that my whole life. Hopefully you guys have as well. And uh, you don't cower up like everybody on Twitter and Instagram and everybody that hides behind their cell phone and smartphone and tweets out and fucking talk shit and hates on everybody. And it's, uh, it's very comical. Me and Pat Perez were talking about it last night at dinner. It's very, very comical man how fucking people are just bottom feeders and they need to be in your life because their life is so fucked up their life is so fucked up that they got to be in your life these are guys just stop 
And I got to be better at this. Stop responding to motherfuckers that have zero to ten followers. You know, you know, they just made the account to follow you to talk shit. That's all they did. And me and Pat's wife were talking earlier about it. That is what it really is. It's fucking, it's a bunch of bottom feeders, man. Their lives are so fucked up that they have to be part of your life. That's just what it is. So please understand that shit. And uh, like I tell you all the time, man, love your fans and love your haters because your haters are your biggest fans. And, uh, you know, that's just the truth. Our haters are our biggest fans. That quote will be on the back of some hoodies and some T-shirts. So you can go get your uh, merch hopefully next week. Merch update. Uh, we're we're hopefully going to drop this week. But now we're going to hopefully be up and running next week on CoachJBStore.com. So go check it out. Um, we will be up and running. You can get the merch. Uh, the women's gear as well. The the booty shorts and the sh- and, uh and the boy shorts and all that shit, you guys can get those. Uh, it will say it's a good, it's a great day to have a great day right on the booty. So good luck with that. I will also have some tanks to sleep in for all the ladies. Hot pink, black, um, I think gray. So we'll see what happens. I appreciate it. We're going to push the merch this year, 2022. Yes, we will be sending to Canada. We will be sending that merch to other places. So stay in tune to that. Um, Great weather yesterday at the Riviera. Beautiful golf course. You know, when I walk with uh, Pat and shit, man, I lose weight, dog. I'm losing weight, so I I, I appreciate Pat uh, having me every week on the tour and uh, get to travel, see all these great golf courses, get to go in the clubhouse, get to go, you know, see Pat talk shit, um, you know, about certain folks, and uh, we'll get into that, but... uh, it's a very, very unique space. Golf pro golfers are in a very, very unique space, man. These are independent contractors. They have no, they have individual sponsors and everything, but they're not protected by anybody. Um, it is very, very dog eat dog world. They, their caddies are the same way. Um, I might be going to Florida, uh, in the next couple of weeks with Pat, uh, Bay Hill, a couple of different courses. So I might, might roll out there. I don't know yet. See what's happening. I'm so swamped here as well. So um, very, very uh, intuitive, very, very uh, informative shit that I've been peeping out, man. And a lot of it I can't share, but a lot of it is very, very, uh, it's very, very unique to be able to see these golfers who are all, you know, they all make very, very good money and, uh, yeah, Pat had a better day today. He went, he teed off at six this morning. Um, yesterday it, it was very windy, man. It was a two club difference. We got to it was very very windy out there on the course. Um, so, you know, it is what it is. Um, it's a great day to have a great day, man. You know, uh, here on Fearless Friday, I'm gonna talk shit. I'm gonna be fearless. I'm gonna talk that shit. And I'm going to keep it real and keep it 100, like y'all say. And we're going to dive deep into a bunch of different shit. Um, Slap dicks of the week, man. Uh, Or of the day, I mean. Phil Mickelson, you know, I don't know if you guys know if you follow the golf world. I'm going to give you a little insight. But the golf world is trying to be bought out, basically. PGA 
tour is trying to be bought out by the Saudi Arabia group. Okay, Saudis have a bunch of oil money. They're fucking billionaires. They have a lot of money, and they're throwing a lot of money at some top golfers like Mickelson and Adam Scott and DeChambeau and all these different people. So the Saudis are throwing a lot of money at these guys. Well, Phil, who's apparently not very liked on the tour by his colleagues, by the way, um, Brad, I know a lot of things now that are very, very uh, interesting to say the least. But uh, this Saudi group is about to, you know, try to throw a bunch of money at people. And the older the older golfers probably they might take it because it's a lot of money. They can go take it and 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 walk into the sunset in a few years. But Phil kind of put his foot in his mouth. He's kind of talking out of both sides of his mouth. And one end, he's he's saying that the Saudis are, you know, killing reporters and all kind of shit. Phil better be careful fucking with these Saudis, dog. You might not see Phil fucking around on that shit. But but Pat got to speak in front of the tour yesterday. I got to see it and witness it. And he, Pat's just like me, man. He's going to keep it real and funky 100%. And he kind of said, I don't give a fuck what Phil Mickelson does. He doesn't speak for me or a lot of the other ones. You know, Pat backed up Tiger Woods and the tour. And uh, Tiger's saying, you know, the PGA is going to be around forever. So if, if 60 golfers is what Pat said, if 60 golfers do want to leave and go over to the Saudis, then the PGA will replace them with 60 new golfers. There's a line from here to Florida, like Pat said. So golfers are here. Um, but, you know, somebody always wants to come try to make noise. And uh, it's like the NFL and the XFL and the CFL. Everybody tries to be like the NFL, but you just can't do it. And eventually those type of other things fold. And uh, so we're going to see, man. We're going to see what's going on. We're going to see how it works out. Um, but Phil, from what he was saying, if you listen to what he said yesterday, he's kind of speaking out of both sides of his mouth. He kind of is bashing Saudi, bashing the PGA Tour. And then he's telling everyone, I'll go over to Saudi for the money. <laughs> so I think Greg Norman's heading the Saudi thing. So, by the way, so I don't know. Who knows? Um, Jaden Daniels, quarterback from SoCal that I know and his family, he, he just entered the fucking transfer portal, Arizona State. Obviously, Pat Perez is alumni of Arizona State, as well as Phil Mickelson. Enters the transfer portal, I believe because Antonio Pierce got fired, and that's who recruited Jaden. But it just shows, again, there's just no fortitude. There's no tough skin. There's no fucking... Like, you're a starter in transferring. So what does that tell you? If you're a starter in transferring, then we really have hit rock bottom as a, uh, as a fucking society. We have no tough skin. We have no competitive edge. Nobody wants to fucking fight for fucking anything anymore. And now we got guys that are starters transferring. And... Uh, it's fucking unbelievable, man, how just these kids just disrespect the game. They disrespect the game. So uh, appreciate everybody on IG, man. Hey, follow me, man. Go check me out, Real Coach JB on Instagram. Uh, come on over to my YouTube channel. It's in my link in my bio, man. I'll holler at you guys on the other side. Uh, peace. Um. Yeah, it's it's crazy, man. I don't get it. Um, I 
I just don't get it, man. I just don't understand how motherfuckers can be that soft and it's transferring um, and, and they're starters. I really don't get it. Um, Rudy Giuliani says Eminem should go to another country for kneeling at the Super Bowl. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you've seen the video out there of Eminem. It's, it's kind of fake, but he's they're kind of talking shit about Giuliani. Giuliani has got to be one of the biggest clowns to ever step foot in any type of office in America. It's got to be one of the biggest clowns. I mean, it's got to be one of the weirdest shit um, that I've ever seen. This motherfucker is just a pedophile trying to fuck with little kids on a show. He gets caught on a fucking movie by Borat. Like, holy fuck. Um. Wow, it's crazy. Mids plugs thinks Giuliani's legit. <laughs> some of you cats, dog, have some weird fucking outtakes on life. I tell you, you guys really defend a lot of fucking weird people. Some weird motherfuckers you guys defend, dog. It blows my mind. You know, I'm glad everyone has disagreements. We all have different fucking thoughts on different strokes, different folks. I don't care. I don't care either way. You can like Giuliani all you want. doesn't mean I don't like you or hate you. But please have the same thought and sentiment about me or other people that don't agree with your shit. Why do we have to disagree with every single fucking thing and it becomes a fight or an argument? Why can't you just agree to disagree? We got fucking people that... um. We got motherfuckers that don't want to take the vaccine. And then we got motherfuckers that do. Like, I don't give a fuck which one you do. I don't want to take the vaccine. I don't want to go do a booster shot. I don't want to fucking do a test. I'm over the shit. I believe a lot of us are over the shit. Um, But I don't hate you because you don't want to take it or do take it. I do believe that there is a very, very big obligation to a guy like Kyrie Irving who has chose to play a sport where he's getting paid $300,000 a game um, to not take a shot to basically fuck over his brothers, his teammates, and slapping every blue-collar worker in America in the face that don't have that opportunity. Now, Kyrie Irving's a one percenter. He earned the right. He made the money because he's a fucking one percenter. He, he can do things with the basketball that 99.9% of us cannot do. So he's a one percenter. I'm not mad at what he can do. Um, but I am disappointed that we have these guys with these platforms man him and lebron and kd like what are they doing for the youth of america especially the inner city youth why aren't they advocating more for those cats why don't we talk about these young brothers out here stabbing so some black kids right stabbed a black woman right on melrose in la two days ago right on melrose Broad daylight, on camera, like, dog, what are we becoming? We're at this fucking restaurant just a couple weeks ago, broad daylight, a girl, a lady got shot, and they jacked them. They got jacked, a bunch of people eating, right in broad daylight. 
Hey, I'm just telling you guys, man. We, you may not see me anymore if that happens to me and some cats come up to me. Because I'm not, I'm not going to try to play big dick and be prideful and try to fight a motherfucker with a gun. I'm not telling you I'm going to do that hero shit because that's stupid. Do not do it. But what I'm telling you is these young cats, man, these motherfuckers ain't trying to shoot nobody. They're so fucking scared. I, there's a video out there where this dude takes the gun from one of these punk motherfuckers and these motherfuckers ran like some bitches. If you're a gangster, dog, and you get your gun snatched, why aren't you scrapping over it? You sorry, soft bitches. You guys are the same motherfuckers still in Amazon packages from all of our fucking doors. I don't know. I work too hard for my cheese, dog. You better be a fucking gangster to take my shit, especially in broad motherfucking daylight. That shit don't, it, it makes no sense to me. See, you go to Arizona, everybody's strapped legally. So you got to make a decision. You going to try to jack this motherfucker? He got heat. Or you going to, you better make a fucking decision. See, L.A., now, I'm not a big gun advocate at all, but what I'm telling you is, like, in these gun states, it's weird that there really is no, there's not a lot of gun crime out in the public compared to a place like Cali or, or, or other states that aren't gun uh, states. These motherfuckers are jacking us. L.A. is a fucking war zone right now. L.A. has got to be on the, fu it's got to be the worst I've ever seen it, dog. Just these cowardly bitch cats. But my point is, my point is, why, why are we seeing so many young brothers going up doing this dumb shit? And why aren't we having our brothers that have huge platforms coming out to say, hey, as my young brothers, I'm talking to you. Don't do this dumb shit. Let's not rob Nordstrom. Let's not rob each other. Let's not kill each other. How about we don't kill the older black women walking down the street? We stabbing these motherfucking ladies to take their jewelry that may be fake? You don't even know. Man, I'm just disappointed in our fucking big wig people like the LeBrons and all these motherfuckers have these platforms, but I never hear them talking about that shit. We always hear them talking about dumb shit, but then I'm going to be the one gets shit talked about because I'm too real about you, motherfucker. I'm too honest. I'm sorry. I'm too fucking honest. And I tell black, white, brown, it don't fucking matter. The real. And I tell you all the time, stupidity comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. But the motherfuckers that have earned the platform, let's be honest, you've earned it. You're a one percenter, LeBron and all you guys. Go fucking make some statements to our youth about you guys are fucking up. You guys are fucking up. We look shitty. Let's correct it. How about you guys put together some shit for these youngsters to do? You guys fund some things. You guys all need write-offs. You guys all have fucking um, all these different fucking um, business ventures you guys all have. But I don't see you snatching these youngsters off the street to go do anything productive. And you ain't talking about shit. You're talking about shit that's all about fattening your pockets some type of way. Whether it's subconsciously to the average Joe out there listening or... It's fucking non-existent. You don't even fucking discuss it. 
Start bringing these cats off the street, maybe, and giving them some shit to do, and maybe they'll do it. Because remember, man, these kids only know what they know and don't know what they fucking don't know. So let's fucking stop being fucking dumb and seeing our youth just go to shit because it's getting worse, dog. In L.A., one of the biggest places where it is the worst um, is the worst. So, like, what are we doing? What are we doing? So, um, um, I don't know. It's fucking crazy. It's fucking crazy. This is a lot of talk, a lot of barking, no biting, a lot of fucking barking, no biting. We all say the right thing. We all want to fucking say we're doing this politically correct shit. But in theory, you're not doing nothing to the kids that need you most. You ain't doing shit for who it matters to. You're not doing shit. LeBron, all you motherfuckers don't talk about shit when it comes to these kids that are really out there just trying to fucking fend off life that's what they're doing they're trying to fend off life they think stealing and robbing is the way to go because none of you motherfuckers will tell them it ain't the way to go (laughs) because they already don't have a father figure so how about you guys become the father figure see when we were fucking young there was fucking commercials out there about role models charles barkley like i'm not your role model and all that well subconsciously those commercials helped motherfuckers if you didn't notice but we got motherfuckers out here jacking old folks, how harmless, helpless old folks just living their life that they earned. <sighs> crazy, 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 crazy. Um, contrary to belief segment, man, let's get that in real quick, man, since this fucking fearless Friday is uh starting off with a bang. Let's get this contrary to belief segment cracking, brought to you by betonline.ag as well. Um I don't know why it won't show. Ah, fuck. Contrary to belief segment, man. Across or verse across. Across with a D, E, D, verse across. You motherfuckers use across. That ain't a real fucking word. Go spell it out. See if that motherfucker works. Across verse across. How about business, B-I-D-N-E-S-S, versus business? Handle your business is a fucking hood term, by the way. But business is the correct word. And I don't know about you card sharks out there, and you guys are contrary to belief. This is a very, very good one. A lot of you guys may not know this. But card sharks will tell you that it's not shark like a shark in the ocean. It's actually card sharp, S-H-A-R-P. That is the actual correct term. If you ask any real card shark, card sharp is the actual word. 
And then chomp at the bit. We all use chomp at the bit. A lot of you guys have used it. The actual term is champ at the bit. That is something I did not know. So ignorance is life-threatening. We need to all fucking make sure that you all listen to um, JB's Contrary to Belief segment brought to you by betonline.ag because I love attacking the South. Sean Williams, shout out. That Grammar 101 segment, you know, Contrary to Belief segment, gaining some traction. I'm just telling you, hey, it ain't business. It's business. It ain't cachet. It ain't cachet. It's cachet. How many guys saying that? That's cachet. Use it like cash and just add an E. It's cachet. You don't pronounce the fucking T on the shit. But, hey, I'm here to teach, dog. You know what I'm saying? I'm here to fucking teach our youth. That's fucked up. Dan Jackson, that's a great one. I, you know, ignorant. Ignorant is a, is a slang word for ignorant. Some of you motherfuckers are ignorant. Um, yeah, a lot of you thought it was card shark. Hey, card sharp. I actually knew card sharp existed. Um, because in Vegas, somebody told me. Somebody told me in Vegas that uh, years ago, and I, I didn't know that. So I was like, shit. Um, I believe Dabo Sweeney's taking over for Nick Saban when he retires. I think Dabo Sweeney will leave Clemson and go to Alabama. That's my honest opinion about the thing. Um, I truly, I do believe Mississippi boys do have their own grammar. No question. I agree with you on that shit right there. Um, JC, don't be in here. This ain't date hookup. This ain't Tinder, motherfucker. Become a member. Quit trying to holler at all the fucking girls in the chat. There's only three of them, motherfucker. Thursday, Thursday was yesterday. I missed that day. So did you. But it seems like you're trying to make up for the motherfucker in here on Friday, which is Fearless Friday. Now, you can say you're trying to be fearless, hollering at the females in the chat. But really, you're just being a fuck stick. So anyway, um, contrary to the belief, it's a good little segment, you know, good little segment. Um, I'm going to put the poll question up there right now for you guys. Peanut or plain M&Ms? I think that's a great fucking poll question. I like both. I like both. If you're in the hood, it's called both, B-O-F. Both, but right now, in contrary to belief, it's both, both, B O T H. Um, Blake Bailey said Lisa's thirsty too. Oh, shout out! Hey, you is slap dick pretty Why much. Why you call me slap dick? Cause my dick slapped me across your face. <laughs> Bailey, come on, dog. All right, who is that, Blake? Um, I love peanut M&M's. I love plain M&M's too, though. Plain M&M's sometimes you got to have for certain scenarios. Um, Lisa said Blake has no fucking idea what she's, what he's talking about. (laughs) Can we all (laughs) keep it? Uh, I don't know what you guys call that PG in the chat. Be nice to each other. Cause you know. God forbid one of us gets hit by a fucking bus tomorrow. 
So let's get to this fucking Matt Stafford fucking deal. I gotta I gotta get to this Matt Stafford take, okay? Um, because it's Fearless Friday, dog. And I'm gonna be honest, I'm so fucking tired of this shit. So if you guys haven't seen this video on YouTube, Matt Stafford was drinking, intoxicated, just like Tom Brady was last year, okay? Now, are we going to equate the female reporter falling off the stage to Tom Brady throwing the Lombardi trophy across the pond to um, Gronk? So can we please figure that out? Because Matthew Stafford is trying to be canceled right in front of our very own eyes. And I'm going to get into this, man. I had a lot of good conversation with Pat Perez about these things, especially dealing with all these big-time golfers that live in the public eye. So there's a video. The girl falls off. Matt goes, oh, my God, walks his ass away, drinks some water. His wife attends to the lady. The lady's down there on the bottom, falling. People are asking for help. Apparently, she came out and she broke something in her back. I don't know if you realize that. She broke something in her back. And, uh, you know, I'm a different cat, dog. I got to be different. I got to be honest in this shit. I got to be honest with this. Now now that I'm this so, so-called so public figure, which is I hate the word or, or famous or whatever, I, I don't think I am at all. I, I'm just a regular cat. Um, but I, after talking to a lot of people, um, See, I don't even know why. Why should Matthew Stafford pay for the medical bills? He is being guilt tripped into paying for something he had no, nothing to do with. Nothing to do with. See, you guys as regular Joes walking around following um, celebrities, these A-list golfers, these pro football players, these pro basketball players, you guys follow them because basically you weren't them. Now, I understand it's good to be um, a fan. I, I appreciate the fans for myself and for everyone else that's out there, but please understand something. Me and Pat Perez have had this conversation quite a bit lately. We, and I'm going to say me included in that because I take so many fucking bitch made nut guggles, nut jugglers on every day um we're not like your homie we didn't grow up with you we aren't going to kick it after the event we're there for we're not going to have a drink with you now listen if i host an event and it's fucking invite and you guys come i'm gonna be a lot more transparent than probably anyone you've ever met that is supposedly in some type of limelight because I'm a real one. I love you guys to come out and support me. If you're coming out to support me, then I'm going to do whatever I can to engage with you and chill with you, just like I do on YouTube. Pat Perez is very similar in that regard. But we don't know a million other motherfuckers who are out there just wanting to take a picture or whatever. But at the same time, you are the same ones that are out there also that would stab us in the fucking back and try to take all our fucking money or fame or time or efforts that we've done and accumulated over our careers or life to where we got to this point, you would take it from us in a New York fucking minute. So be, that being said, we don't owe you nothing. 
But my personal fans that I know, like this chat, for instance, I feel like I know a lot of you now, right? I feel like I know a lot of you. Um, exactly. Pat McAfee donates money and then finds out the lady's been saying racial slurs and all kind of shit. See, that's what I'm talking about. See, we don't get to know you personally enough. Um now, a lot of you in my chat, that's a good deal. 150 people come in the chat, and we're chilling, and it's cool. And uh, we can chill, and, and it's good, right? But, dog, Stafford now is being guilted into paying for someone that he don't know. And he has no clue what happened, but he walked away from it. And... Now he's the bad guy. He's the bad guy. <laughs> why? Why is he the bad guy? I don't understand why he's the bad guy. I do believe um, ETSU said you can be a gentleman. I, I agree. I'm a gentleman all the time. Unless you, I'm all, I am never too big for anyone I see. Um, and I've never had an issue in public. Everyone's pretty much been a fucking pretty good person to me. So I appreciate that too. The bigger you get on the scale, though, the bigger the fucking problems come. More money, more problems, right? Um, but I agree with Pat in the regard. Like, you cats, a lot of cats out there think that we're supposed to go kick it with you and you're on our level and we're on your level. It's different, dog. Like, we don't know you and you don't know me. I may not, even if I got to meet you and chilled with you for a couple days and I figured out I don't like you, that's not because I'm somebody and you're nobody. That's just because I have people I know that I don't like. Sometimes you just don't like motherfuckers. But now motherfuckers think that because he was drunk and joined the fucking Super Bowl that he won... Now, he has to pay for medical bills because you guilt-tripped him into thinking he did something wrong because he said, oh, shit, and walked away drinking water. And Tom Brady fucking tweeted out, hey, Matt, drink more water. Trust me. It's a fun thing. These guys earned a fucking Super Bowl. And these paparazzi reporters and all these other people, um, ETSU, you're wrong, bro. You're wrong. You wouldn't have helped her up. Because you've never been in that situation. So guess what? When he helps her up. Did you see where he fell from? Did you see where she fell from? So you think Matt Stafford is going to risk dropping down 10 feet and blowing his knee out. Do you think his team or anybody would let him drop down there amongst the normal fans and help this lady up? Come on, dog. You're killing me with this. I would have done this. I would have done this. That has nothing to do with being a gentleman. You're not going to drop down 10 feet and risk 200 fucking million dollars next year when somebody you don't know. Now, if that's my daughter, I'm diving in the crowd. <laughs> that's, that's what it is. See, ETSU, we, we, we disagree, dog. I owe you fucking diddly shit, bro. I owe you shit. That doesn't mean I'm not a gentleman. I don't owe you shit. You're there on your own accord. I did not invite you to come take video of me. I did not invite you to come take pictures of me. I did not invite you to come fall down. <laughs> 
I'm enjoying the fucking Super Bowl. Do you think I have to go kick it with you that I don't know now and save your life and become super fucking man because your fucking dumbass fell off a fucking stage? Man, please. See, you're part of the problem, ETSU. You're probably the issue here. We have these people that think that everyone's owed something. Everybody's, it's instant gratification life now. Everyone's enabled as fuck. I wouldn't have touched that girl. Who knows what she would have did? <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here. I trust no one. Two people. Me and the other one ain't you. So I go help her up and she calls for harassment. Or a lawsuit or something. Dog, there's too many shady motherfuckers out there. Too many things go through our head because we've fucking have done some things. Um, we've done some things in life, dog, that have earned us some differences in life. We've, we've earned some different things, different life. Like, that's like the motherfuckers that say, Bezos should end world hunger. No, he shouldn't end world hunger. Why should he? Why should he end world hunger? Because he's made billions of dollars? (laughs) So now he's supposed to end world hunger? That's the enabled instant gratification fucking world talking. No, that motherfucker is different, bro. He is worth billions of dollars. He could do what the fuck he wants with his money. It's the same fucking thing, man. This lady fell off her thing on her own accord. She knew what the risk was. She came to fucking film him. It ain't his fucking fault. I would have walked away too. I would have maybe sat there and laughed. Now, come to find out she broke something. Okay, I'm sorry. I don't mean to be vindictive or a devil, but... If I get sacked and throw a pick six, that same broad is bashing me in the media. (laughs) But it's not fair for me to talk shit, but it's fair for her too. Because the media is so fucking revered and covered up, right? Come on, dog. You guys are killing me. Killing me with your takes on a lot of this shit. Like... The next take is another controversial one. And I'm sure I'm interested to hear some of your takes on this one. We got 120 people in here. Please hit the like button, the subscribe button. Become a member of this great show. It's great banter. I love talking to the chat. I love talking to ETSU and his takes and disagreeing because it creates great conversation. I do believe that. I think it's the realest podcast out there because I'm just a regular cat. It's not the biggest one. It ain't the best one. I don't give a fuck what it is. It's just a real one. So that having been said, a transgender breaks the 500 meter freestyle record. Um, No shit he did. (laughs) No shit that motherfucker did. He, he, capital he, H-E, did break the 500 meter freestyle in a woman's event. No fucking shit. How in the fuck can you put him in a record book for breaking a female fucking 
sports record in swimming. Man, I would have done. I would have did a fucking high dive off the high dive board onto his fucking neck if he beat my daughter in a fucking five hundred meter freestyle. And you anoint him as the best fucking thing going. You have to be absolutely shitting me, America. This is the world we're living in now. This is the world we're fucking living in now. Not only have we accepted this motherfucker for fucking racing our daughters and sisters. But now we're anointing him as the record holder. Like we won't put an asterisk next to Pete Rose and Bob and Barry Bonds. But we'll, we won't put we'll put an asterisk next to their names. Right. But we won't put one next to this motherfucker. We won't put an asterisk next to this world record. Who's a dude. He's a dude. And is beating our girls, daughters and fucking sisters in a fucking swimming race. And no asterisk, huh? So in 30 years, if this ever fucking goes away, nobody will know who the fuck this guy was. But he's a transgender. So now he's a fucking able body that can beat females in a race. Fucking males and females, dog, were not created equally when it comes to bio fucking mechanics. Biochemistry is not the same in a female or a male. And now somebody's going to come in and say, well, coach, I've seen many females beat a dude's ass. Yeah, so have I. You know what the fucking percentage of that is? Do you know what the fucking percentage of that fucking conversation is? Do you see girls just going up punking motherfucking dudes all day long in fucking your world? I don't. Because a guy ain't supposed to be putting his hands on a fucking female. Period. Never, ever, ever. It ain't fucking fair. You don't want to talk about some fair shit in the world? You want to talk about being fair? That ain't fucking fair. That ain't fair. A dude hitting a girl ain't fair. A dude racing a girl ain't fair. A dude racing a girl in a fucking track event, in a swimming event, in a fucking water polo, a volleyball, a basketball game, a football game, it ain't fucking fair. If you want to talk about fair, I hate using the word fair because life ain't fucking fair. But I'll just tell you right now, that portion of life right there is not designed to go that way. It ain't God's fucking creation to be fucking racing each other in events that are on record. Events that are trying to fucking with where you place. We take score, motherfucker. Do you know that motherfuckers take score and it's serious? It's fucking competitive. It's a real thing. Last time I checked, we take score. The Rams beat the Bengals because they scored more points. This transgender just beat females in a fucking swimming meet. Like, I got to fucking be honest. Where are the fucking fathers of these girls at, dog? Where are you at? The fucking fathers of the real females in these races. Why aren't you fucking expressing your fucking disagreement? I disagree wholeheartedly. Guess what? We're going to do pull our girls out. We're not going to race you no more. So guess what? 
All you transgenders now get together and go jump in the pool and race each other. My fucking daughter is going to race girls in a fucking real event. Why aren't you pulling your girls out? Black coaches, why aren't you stopping the fucking Rooney rule by not going to the token interview? LeBron James, why aren't you fucking talking about helping these young kids out that are fucking up daily using your platform? Why, 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 why? Why won't you motherfuckers be honest with every fucking buddy out there and be real and start changing the fucking narrative of this fucked up world we're living in? Holy fuck, man. It takes a change to create a change. Scared money don't make no fucking money. You motherfuckers got to stop something for it to fucking start again the right way. You can't stay in the fucking race and expect it to change. It's called insanity. You motherfuckers keep doing the same shit over and over and over and think it's going to change. It ain't going to change unless you change it. That's hands on. Fucking experience-based shit that earns results. We ain't earning no fucking results by staying in the same fucking race and allowing this shit. You coach it or you fucking allow it. You keep allowing this shit to happen. It's a fucking disgrace that this transgender fucking dude can jump over and race girls that are born with a fucking vagina. Girls that were born with one chromosome. We're fucking racing them now. (laughs) You got to be shitting me. We've created bathrooms for these motherfuckers. Dog. You wonder why it's getting bigger and traction is gaining tra- it's gaining traction because you fucking keep creating shit for it for them. Create a bathroom, what do you think is going to happen? You're going to have more of them. <laughs> create a transgender bathroom and you're going to have more of them now. How about you don't create the bathroom? What happens? One of, they got to fucking choose, homie. They got to make a fucking decision like everyone else in life. Pull out your gun, dog. If I got a gun, you want to jack me? Hey, dog, let's go. Make a fucking decision. Feeling froggy leap, motherfucker. Let's put us on a fucking even playing field. Make a fucking decision. You motherfuckers don't want to make no decisions because leaders create more leaders, not more followers. We have no fucking leadership in America. None from the presidents to the fucking oval. Anyone in that oval office, everybody's a political fucking do the right thing. Whatever the boss man says to do, which is some suit wearing motherfucker, probably in a non extradited country somewhere where you can't even talk to this motherfucker. He's smoking those Cubans and telling Biden what the fuck to do. Biden ain't the fucking president of nothing. Motherfucker's the puppet in the puppet show. But all you motherfuckers see it on news and think, it's he's doing it. (laughs) Oh, dog, it's unbelievable. Delonte West is back hooping. So, news break, fellas. Everyone, make sure news break. Um, Delonte West is back playing basketball. Guess what? 
His mental health is gone. It's healed, y'all. Everything is good now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Delonte West no longer has mental health. Please give it up for Delonte West. He might be chilling with LeBron's mama. I have no fucking idea. But his mental health has healed. It's a fucking miracle, fellas. It is a miracle. His mental health is gone. Remember, you motherfuckers that think we choose mental health is unfucking believable. <laughs> How about go do some research and find out that mental health chooses us? We don't choose mental health. Um, AD rolls his ankle. It was completely down like this. I get it. I see it. It was down like this. You know, 250 pounds pressure on his ankle like this. Yippee fucking yay. Yay. He didn't break it. He sprained it. Bad sprain maybe. Yeah. But why is it that when I broke my ankle and it was hanging like this, I walked off the field and then I walked to the ambulance and then the ambulance took me to the doctor and they fucking surgically repaired it and put pins in it. Why did my boy Spree on this show? That's every, a lot of people know my boy Spree. He broke his ankle on a sprinkler head, cracked it open, rolled it open, compound fractured, bone sticking out. He walked off the field, um, had pins put in it. To this day, we both feel pain in the ankle, uh, get sharp pains here and there. But we didn't have anyone carrying us any fucking where. Anywhere. That ankle sprain that he just suffered, why all of soft America thought that this motherfucker broke his shit and everyone's like, oh no. I'm sitting there watching it like, you got to be shitting me. You needed to be carried by two people up in the air like a baby. <laughs> Conor McGregor snapped his shit. He came back. Donovan McNabb did it. <laughs> Good points. I saw Freddie Mitchell at UCLA snap his femur. Have you guys ever seen a fucking snap femur? Have you ever seen a snapped femur, the largest bone in the human body, the strongest bone in the human body, snap in half? It doesn't happen very often. Freddie Mitchell did it. UCLA football game. Good friend of mine. His brother played for me, Tremaine uh, Mitchell. Played for me at Compton College. Freddie's femur snapped. His fucking big toe hit him in his face. Go Google and watch that. Go watch Freddie Mitchell's leg snap like you've never seen before. And watch his foot hit his face. His foot hit him in the face. Because his front leg snapped and his foot hit his helmet. Go watch that. Dog. I just don't get it, man. And these cats, these young cats on Twitter are sit literally defending him and calling him tough. <laughs> oh, my God. So you see, I, you can't see it. I don't know if you guys can see it. But if you see my hands on YouTube, very, very so. Nine of my ten fingers have been broken or snapped. These two, though, I want you to see this one in particular. This one right here, let me get it. I can't even move it no more like I want to. But this finger right here, my ring finger, if you can see the knuckle, how fat it is. That bone came out in a football game. So I threw a football 
in a snow game in Colorado, and it went in a face mask, okay? My finger was stuck in a face mask. The player that it was stuck in turned his head, and my finger went that way. And it snapped it in half, and the fucking bone came through. Now, it barely came through. So what it was was it was a compound fracture, but it was called a fragmented compound fracture, meaning on the spot, you can, if you wanted to handle the pain, you could snap it in place real quick and get the joint back aligned, but you still had the skin break, so you have to deal with that. All right? I just want to make sure you understand that. You can ask any player that play with me or my coaches. They'll tell you the real. Um, I wasn't going to miss a snap. Not a game, not a quarter, not a play. I wasn't going to miss a snap. So it was fourth down. We went off to the side. The trainer saw it, snuck my finger. I to- he knew who I was. He knew that I didn't give a fuck. I used to have my teeth pulled without taking any anesthetic. That's a true story also. I'm not trying to be a tough guy. I'm just telling you. Uh, the truth, no reason to lie to anyone. Everyone that knows me listening is, is like that motherfucker did because I took him to the dentist and I saw it. I had to I had to sign a fucking special release form. By the way, I don't trust people. I don't trust anesthetic. My good friend Jaime Karches died of being over anesthetic. Uh, he took he was too big of a person. They gave him anesthesia. He woke up during the surgery, <laughs> like hey. They gave him more, and he killed them. I, that's that's rare. I get it. I just, that's shit type of shit sticks with people. So I said, fuck your anesthetic. Pull my tooth. <laughs> Pull that motherfucker. We're going to hear a lot of pressure. It's going to fucking feel a lot of pressure. Yeah, it is. And you know what? I'm here today, and I lived. I lived. I'm here. I lived. <laughs> I lived, soft fucks. So, anyway, the trainer knew. He put my finger in the fucking snowball because it was in the snow. We're 13,000 feet high. It was fucking elevation. Helped a little bit, actually. It's kind of its own air cast. If you guys don't know anything about science, go peep it out. Why do you think footballs and helmets have to be deflated when you go fucking in the airplane? They pop. They blow up. So, you guys don't probably know that shit if you haven't traveled in an NFL team or a college team. But when you get there, so it's kind of its own air cast, put it in the snow, and he snapped it in place without saying anything. And the bone was back in at least. He wrapped the shit out of it. Um, I just told a head coach at the time, I said, hey, put me in the gun. Just don't put me under center. I played the rest of the game, dog. I still threw the football. Because if you throw the football correctly and pronate, which a lot of you quarterback gurus out there don't know what the fuck that means, when this finger is the last finger to touch the football and it goes like this, you don't need to worry worry about this ring finger, even though it is hard to hold the football. Um, it's, It's actually the highest elevated football stadium in America. A lot of people don't know this. It's called Western State Colorado. It's a Division II school when I played at Fort Hayes State. Western State, Colorado is the highest elevated college football playing field, I believe, to this day. Um, But I'm just out here dropping fucking gems today on you guys. Um, Yeah, man, you know, it's different, dog. Now, I do agree. I I do believe I have a little bit of higher pain tolerance than most. Um, I do believe that. But at the same time, I'm not trying to be hero. I mean, Ronnie Lott cut his fucking finger off and played in a football game. 
Jack Youngblood had a broken fucking tibia, just so you know, and played in a fucking Super Bowl. A broken leg and played in a Super Bowl. If you guys don't know who Jack Youngblood is, he's one of my fucking heroes. Go look him up. Number 85 for the fucking L.A. Rams back in the day. Um, but anyway, it is what it is. You know, this is like the fish stories, right? WB2, they're like the fish stories. We all have them. But those are true stories because they can all be uh, referenced by some folks. Um, those are just a few I have, you know, nothing major. I didn't, you know, I did get stabbed in jail. I think I wrote it in my book. Um, got stabbed in jail was another one that was an unpleasant treat of mine, but it is what it is. All I know is I walked out and that motherfucker didn't get my shoes. They didn't get my kicks. So fuck them. But that's all will. That's all fortitude, nuts and guts. We don't have it no more, dog. We don't fucking have it no more. Just being real. We don't have it no more. Um, Patrick Mahomes has asked his fiance and weirdo fucking brother to not attend games next year, according to some sources. Uh, he's asked his girl, his fiance, and his weirdo fucking weird fucking brother fucking Weird fuck. He's probably the one that should have been fucking racing the girls in the 500 fucking meter freestyle. Anyway, apparently he's asked them not to fucking come to the games next year. Kudos to that motherfucking Patrick Mahomes. Kudos to that motherfucker for finally dropping his nutsack. I believe that some sponsors, I believe the Chiefs, I believe some people that matter came to him and said, hey, dog, you need to back these fuckers off. That's what I think. That's not fake news, Jason Taylor, because I know somebody that knows that is true. So I think that is very true news. Um, now, I don't think that I think they'll come to the game, but I, I think they're going to be. Uh, I think they're going to be. Uh, if you guys follow Ornberger on uh, Twitter or Instagram, he's ex NFL player. Um, he's the one that. Uh, 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 he uh, he actually reported it to the normal news folks because he actually has some insight on that deal. So he's an ex-player, by the way. Um, so go check that out. Um, I, I I hope it's true, bro. I really do. Um, not that I care because it's just like an, I don't even give a fuck. But I want to know what made, I think her name's Brittany, what made her and the brother, I don't know his brother's name, what made them think that this was the, the lick? Like, this was it. This is the guy. This is going to get us over the top. Like, I, I'm curious on how the fuck that shit happened. What made them think that they're, they should just, let's just fucking make my brother, the face of the NFL, look horrible. And, and then what is Patrick Mahomes being so fucking nice for and not checking them motherfuckers right away? Again, it's because of the mindset we have nowadays. If, if, if my brother or girlfriend would have done some shit like that, dog, please, you would have never saw him before again. First of all, I would have dropped her ass. She would have been gone. You're straight embarrassing me. And my brother, I would have beat the fuck out of him. Straight up. My brothers, that's what we did. We fought, dog. We were beating your ass. <laughs> we're going to beat your ass. Dog, it's just so fucking accepted now, dog. Like, everything's accepted. Every fucking thing. Every single thing is accepted. 
I don't even know where to go anymore with this shit. This shit is disturbing. But it's Fearless Friday, dog. Got to keep it funky. I got a lot to do today. I got a little birthday bash tomorrow. Uh, I got a couple comedians, a couple Netflix comedians showing up. Uh, a couple Comedy Central comedians showing up to perform here at the house. A little DJ, a little taco truck. Got some poker. It should be a nice little day. Didn't invite too many folks, um, but uh, just enough. And uh, have some bartenders to serve in bar. And uh, it should be a cool little day. Um, it's not my birthday yet. My birthday's not till Monday, but... You know what, with the last couple months, with all the drama and shit I've been dealing with, especially with the dogs holding me hostage, Stogie fucking demise and all this other shit, I said, you know what, fuck it. I'm going to have me a little fucking poker party. Man, I haven't got the the topless poker deal uh, girl yet, man. I just didn't want to be that guy, you know, the sexist asshole that had a girl. Because we are having some, there will be some ladies here and so forth. Uh, people have wives here. You know, I could be that guy that say fuck you and everybody else, and I would have the girls, topless girls serving poker. Uh, but if, if it was just the fellas, you know, I was thinking about just having a girl, because um, I don't know, you know, I don't have any weirdo pervert friends or nothing, not in my real circle. Um, probably some other fucking acquaintances are probably some weirdo fucking creeps. That's why they're acquaintances. So I don't really have any of my real tight partners. My my people are real respectful. They 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 understand the value of a woman, and and they all have daughters and, and girlfriends or wives. So I wouldn't I wouldn't do that. But I wouldn't mind having a like a girl with some cleavage out or something, or like maybe like a little like a lace or something. Um, Jada, are you offering your services or are you just saying hello all you just got here? Because I don't know if you might have walked into a bad little segue. <laughs> oh, shit, Jada. You walked into that one. Um, yeah, I don't know. So, Jada, you just walked in uh, to the chat on on YouTube. Um, she came in at the wrong time because I was talking about... Uh, Getting a topless poker server for my party tomorrow. Drake Kemp, we do not have Twin Peaks, dog. I love me some Twin Peaks. The best Twin Peaks in the world is in Tulsa, Oklahoma. There's another pretty good one in Wichita, Kansas. Um... Pretty good... Pretty funny deal. Pretty funny deal. Um, Lisa, don't hate. Don't hate. I'm trying to be so such a gentleman right now. I just was talking about having a topless bar, a topless poker server. That's all. But I said I would not do that in honor of females and being a sexist pig. I would not do that. But I said maybe if we had some uh, some ladies with the lace showing maybe or something, you know, just a little cleavage or something, that wouldn't be bad to serve poker, right? I would take care of her. I would pay her. We'd tip her. Gentlemanly, we would tip her. 
Twin Peaks is not a titty bar. I mean, I mean, there might be one out there, but Twin Peaks is kind of like a Hooters, but much better food, much better fucking environment, much better uh, females. Um, pretty good deal. Pretty good deal. Man, there's 140 something people in here on this Fearless Friday. Much love to everybody. Please hit the like button, subscribe, become a member, become a member. Dollar ninety nine. Roach Weiser, Jacob Cartwright, Eddie Jarvis, all you guys become a fucking member. The best $1.99 you can pay for. Like I said, poll question of the day, peanut or plain M&Ms. Uh, a lot of you guys have given me your, your stats on that. Um, trivia question before I get into, uh, I got a few things to discuss. I don't know if you guys saw the, my, my hot takes for today is the Super Bowl parade in LA. And the fucking tender swindler female version. Um, she's a Russian broad that basically has basically took over $250 million from some rich men. See, ladies? Y'all are scandalous, too. It ain't just us. You motherfuckers are scandalous, too. And you know, let's keep it real. Most women... 99% women are the gold diggers of the relationship of the sexes. The sexes, it's a gold digger, is the woman. Is that a stereotype, ladies, or is that me talking out my ass? That should have been the fucking poll question. Are females more or less the gold digger between the sexes? Lucy? I mean, that's the stereotype at least, right? Um... Females are the gold diggers. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, unless it's the tender swindler, the guy was the gold digger. But it, aren't the females usually the gold digger? I don't know. That's what I've fucking have seen in my life. That's why I'm probably single, and that's kind of why I've never been close to being married. That's just what it is. I'm not mad at uh at anyone, but, you know, She got almost $240 million, but got found out before the bank loan went through. Wow. Apparently, though, she didn't serve very much time in jail and was extradited back to Russia. So, um, pretty interesting. Female tender swindler. She's out there. They're out there, y'all. They're out there. Hold your pocketbooks tight. Your wallet's tighter. Credit card. Put them away. They're legit. They're out there, men and females alike. Both scandalous motherfuckers. Um, that's right. Teach your, female, teach your daughters to make their own money. Be the breadwinner. There's a lot of females out there being the breadwinner, man. Shout out to them. There's a lot of females out there be, uh, that are the breadwinners. Good to, for you. But please understand it's still a man's world. Still a fucking man's world. You still need the man to do certain things. I just let's make sure we're clear. See, the females that say that it's not a man's world, they're the females that are actually the ones who come to hit a roadblock and they're like, fuck, can you fucking change the fucking engine in my fucking car? And if if my girl changes the engine in my car, I will fucking say it is a woman's world. Tomorrow. <laughs> to fucking morrow. If you change the fucking oil in my car, 
I will give it up to you and I will say it's over. If I come home and you have fucking dinner ready for me every fucking night and change the oil in my motherfucking whip and change my brakes and carry my couch down two fucking flights of stairs for me when I move. I will fucking anoint you as it's a woman's world. Period. If you fucking protect me from getting jacked on the street. Dog, it's a woman's world like a motherfucker. It is a woman's world like a motherfucker. I love y'all women. Know this. Please know it. Um... But if I if we're getting jacked and you save both of us on the street and you disarm that motherfucker and take his shit, it is a woman's world like a motherfucker. <laughs> uh, oh, Justin, come on. He said, Natalie tried, but I ran her off. <laughs> Please, that bitch couldn't cook a fucking bowl of cereal. You got me fucked up. And she surely couldn't change a goddamn brake pad. <laughs> Shit. Her fucking bougie ass. She went straight to the fucking her daddy. Daddy, I need a brake change. Okay, I'll send it to a fucking BMW dealer. <laughs> I wish we could have that fucking um privilege don't we men don't we wish we had daddy fucking daycare motherfucker looking over us at all times with big money and take care of all our little problems it's funny how when you get older though and and your daddy dies and now you're looking for him again like what are you looking for (laughs) hey spree why you laughing spree motherfucker knew natalie couldn't cook a fucking bowl of cereal oh fuck Spree is in the house. Give it up. By the way, this is this is a uh, Spree's song. By the way, Spree's track as the intro track. Spree, give it up to Spree. A lot of you guys know Spree. He's in the chat for the first time in a while. We got 150 people in here right now. Please hit the like button, subscribe, become a member of the Slapdick Podcast on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, iTunes. As the channel is growing, station is growing. Appreciate everybody. 150 people on a fucking Fearless Friday. Much love to all you guys. Become a member. Spree is not a member, so he cannot call in. That motherfucker's cheap as shit. He ain't going to pay the 199 Maybe I'll give Spree an honorary membership. Maybe I'll give Spree an honorary membership. Um, I could bring him in. Spree, you at the house? Um, I'm going I'm to I'm copy the link. You could call in real quick, Spree. Everybody could talk to you. Um... Copy that link in the chat, Spree, and call in. Um, Spree probably won't call in because he don't have his backdrop fixed up. He probably has a fucking backdrop of, like, fucking Pat Beverly or some shit. Um, Whoever wants to call in, I just posted the link. You guys can call in. By the way, this segment is what me and Spree started uh, last couple years ago. We tried to do a Us and Them show where we we took live callers and chilled chilled with them. Um. But uh, I'm doing it now 
on this platform and it's and it's and it's it's becoming a pretty good deal. Yeah, Montrez Harrell, Pat Beverly, Sam Cassell, some of the ugliest human beings ever to walk the earth. Daniel Rowland, uh, I don't believe you can become a member on an iPhone. I think you either have to have a fucking uh Samsung or whatever or be on a laptop. So I don't believe you can uh become a member on the phone per se. I don't know. Um so I got a trivia question. Um, you guys can win a hoodie, a T-shirt, or a book. Um, got a trivia question, man. It is a good one. So whoever wants to call in and be the first one, um, we could uh, we can get busy. Got a decent trivia question. A lot of you guys. Um, May know it. You may not. I don't believe it's a very hard question. I actually learned this yesterday from Pat. Um, I knew I was very close to the question, by the way. I did not get it right. So maybe some of you are smarter than me. Um, Spree's at work on the Slapdick podcast. So give it up to Spree uh, for being at work on the Slapdick podcast because he's not must not be doing shit. So give it up. Um. What's the topic of the trivia? I can't give you the topic, CJ, so you could go Google the fucking topic and then fucking have a chance at this shit. What do I look like, boo-boo the fool? No, I'm not a lollipop dog. That means I'm not a sucker, motherfucker. So, main topic of the day, because I'm already pushing an hour 20 and I got a lot of shit to do to get ready for my birthday party that Spree will not be attending because he's a fuck slap dick. So... You is slap dick pretty Why much. Why you call me slap dick? Because my dick slapped me across your face. <laughs> Spree, this is the new gear. Little, uh, little Bilicek hoodie. I got the slap dick ones too. You got to wear it at work. Um, NBA fucking All-Star Weekend. My boy Michael Collins is there. ESPN caddy. Um... NBA All-Star Weekend. Is anybody even giving a fuck? Do we want to see these soft motherfuckers? There's no Harden. There's no AD. Because, um, you know, ask Spree. Spree, tell everybody when you broke your ankle at West LA, did you walk off the field or were you carried off like fucking AD was the other day? Spree broke his fucking ankle on a sprinkler head and fucking walked off the field just like I did when I broke mine. We fuck. I, I didn't have to get carried off by seven motherfuckers to the back. Holy fuck, dog. We got so much pussy in us. I mean, this motherfucker got to snort Vagisil, don't he? This motherfucker has to snort Vagisil. AD has to snort that shit. He must snort it. It must go all through his veins. He has Vagisil just secreting from this motherfucker's sweat glands. Vagisil motherfucker, man. Um... Spree, your boy Delonte West, mental health uh, left his body. He's good now, dog. He's out shooting again. He's out shooting and shit. He don't have no mental health no more. So, ahala. Um, Vicky, Vicky, are you a female? I hope you are a female. I hope you are. You're not a transgender fucking swimmer, are you? Are you a female? Welcome to the Slapdick Podcast, uh, Vicky. Um... Uh, 
Spree said he's getting the cargo out of the water for all the Amazon buying cats out there. Spree works at the docks, by the way, one of the largest docks in America, Long Beach Port. Um, Vicky, welcome in. You guys, you're now a member. You can call in. I put the. There's a lot of. Uh, I think there's a lot of fucking. Uh, got a lot of Vagisil in here today. Nobody wants to call in. Nobody wants to win the trivia question. Um. Ooh, shit. One of my favorite songs, Fifty Cent. I smell pussy. Mm-hmm. Um. I got some songs. Spree set this board up, Joey. Spree did all this shit, dog. Spree set the board up, so we got a lot of things. We could be scary. <laughs> We could, uh, you know, rim shot. We could laugh. <laughs> That's what we can do right now because nobody wants to call in. John Brewer, where you at? I see you're calling in. John, you there? John, can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? I hear you. I don't see you, though. You scared? No, my camera's are So, what do you, what do you think of USC and Lincoln Riley here? I don't know. I don't think. I, I I think it's just another motherfucker. I don't see nothing major happening. Uh, I don't think he's gonna be the best man, the best thing ever. Uh, I don't know. I think it's uh, another fucking recycled coach, man, and and uh, he's gonna try his. Uh, he's gonna find out LA is is better. It's 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 different out here. It's not easy. But hey, I appreciate the call, man. I'm gonna take this other guy for the for the for the trivia. Dan Hayes, what up? What up, coach? How are you? I'm chilling, man. I'm chilling. You you gonna take a shot at this trivia? Let's get after it. All right, here we go. I'm uh, it's not hard, man. I don't know. It, it might be some people might not give a fuck and never look this shit up. I don't know. But here we go. Um, in what year were the first Air Jordans released? 87. Ah, close. Nope. Um, I'll take another caller. If somebody wants to come in, you can stay on, dog. We'll chop it up. I, I don't know if another cat's coming on or what. Um, that's what I hear on the call board right now. Nobody wants to call in. They're scared. I'm just fucking with this board. I never fuck with the board, dog. I don't know. Um, no, they're all scared. Nobody's called in, dog. Take another shot at it. I'll give you another shot. I'll give it. To, I'll tell you this. It's before 87. Yeah, that's what I figured. Hey, Coach, I got a quick question for you. Yeah. Down here in Australia. Oh, good shit. What time is it you there? You put much stock into these Aussie kickers coming over into the NFL? Yeah, what time is it over there? Fuck, man, I just woke up 9.30 on a Saturday morning. Oh, shit, it's a day ahead. That's right. Saturday morning. Yeah. Saturday morning. It's looking good over here. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Um... You said, uh, what do I think about the Aussie kickers? Yeah, just trying to immerse themselves in the culture when they come over. There's a lot of NRL guys that are trying to come over and make their way like the Jared Haynes and the Valentine Holmes. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Um, I don't think they understand just how deep the game runs over there. Like, you can't just jump in at 25 yeah. just because you've got a little bit of athletic ability and make it. Yeah, no. Now you know the deal is though. Uh, Pat McAfee thinks that they're they're really good. He thinks they have a lot of fucking upside. He thinks they can be really good. Um, I just think that kickers. Yeah, 
He thinks okay. he, he thinks it's, Maybe it's kickers. yeah, kickers, kickers, kickers. Uh, yeah. He thinks that uh not him, he, he don't think this. I think this that I think that we need to go over there just like we used to do. Um we used to go over to Samoa, we used to go over to Tonga, we used to go over to the island Hawaii, and we used to coach kids up, especially the very, very they they're living in like third world countries over there and on the island, um on oh, those yeah. on those two islands, man. And to be honest, um we used to go over there and teach like skills and drills and then also take equipment over there and give them new shit because they're, li- they're they're playing tj's in the chat i think he, he's samoan he can tell you they're they're playing with shit that we used to play with in 85 86 uh over here oh, as far yeah, as equipment helmets and shit like that so it's rough over there man they don't get the they don't have the opportunity so we you know we uh we need to go over to Australia possibly and maybe at least with the kickers, teach them the American game so they can come over here and uh, there'd probably be more NFL kickers. Um, yeah. From, from Aust- definitely the from size Australia. here. Yeah, no doubt. They're there, brother. Yeah. They're there. Hey That's man, shout it. out. I love my Australians, man. Shout out to you guys, man. And, uh, appreciate you keep listening, brother. Yeah, dude, we're spreading the love down here. Don't you worry about that. Hey, I appreciate it, brother. I'll talk to you. Yeah, buddy. Take it easy. You too. CJ, what up? You got the Jordans behind you, huh? Well, you're my language coach, so I had to call in. Uh, those are the Air Jordan 1 boxes, so the answer is 1985 for the Air Jordan 1s. Wrong. You're wrong. No, that's when they came out. No, nah, they might have came out, but they were not released in 85. I was told by the horse's mouth himself, 1984. Is that correct? No. The Starships came out in 84. Yeah. No, not Pat Perez. The horse's mouth. <laughs> the big dog, yeah. dog. The big man himself. So, um, I actually got to meet him and uh, last week and uh, can't really tell a lot of details, obviously, but he told me. Of course. That's when they were, uh, that's when they came out. 84. The first Air Jordans. Uh, and then I think that's, I don't know when the Spike Lee commercial dropped, but I know it was Shortly after, I'm sure. Um, but where you work at? I'm a mortgage banker. You asked me on the chat. Oh, so that's just at your house there? Yeah. Okay, you just collect You collect them? Yeah, I mean, when I was a kid, I couldn't afford them. So then as I got older, you know, started stocking up. Oh, shit. Good. Shout out to you, man. Much love. That's nice. That's tight. Uh, you seen Pat's yeah, uh, closet? Like I saw his YouTube, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His, uh. His uh, that yeah, that room's pretty impressive in real life, man. It's pretty crazy. Um, but nah, yeah, they eighty four was when they released, and then uh, eighty five I think was the first release of what you were saying. Um, but I think he's, but uh, yeah, it's crazy, man. I did not know that. I just I didn't realize time went by that fast, man. Eighty four. I'm like, goddamn, that's the year the, and the reason was because um, he pushed it so hard because of the Olympics. So the 84 Olympics were here in L.A. actually, too, that year. Um, so pretty interesting stuff, man. But I appreciate the call, man. Much love to you and your collection. Thanks for the opportunity, Coach. All right, brother. Peace. Appreciate it. Thank you. Not super long. Alan Salazar, what up? Well, you know, like coming from a very like Catholic family. Hey, Coach. What you doing, Slap Dick? You hear me? How you doing? What's up, brother? You good? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. How are, how are you? I'm good, brother. I'm good. What question you got? Hey, coach. What you doing, Slapdick? You hearing? 
How you doing? You delayed, huh? Where you at? Yeah, Where you I'm living at? I'm not sure what's going on. Call call back. Call back. Okay. Um Yeah, so man, I I can't really talk about who I met. It's kind of crazy, but got to kick it with some elite folks, let me tell you. Um Super Bowl parade in LA, man. All right, let me get to this hot take of mine for this fearless Friday before I give you my top five dead or alive real quick. All right. Let me take this one caller again. Alan, one more call. What's up, man? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I figured out what the problem was. Anyway, um, I wanted to ask you about um, education in general. All right. Well, not in general, but in particular to uh, what you talk about in your book and hate me now, love me later. Yeah. You talk about playing the game. And yep. I wanted to ask you if that applies to like the graduate, like doctoral level, because it seems like, you know, I think even in Last Chance U, you mentioned how like, you know, you do your homework, you send the front, you ask a question, you'll get a C. But, you know, in certain uh, master's programs, like, for example, one one master's program that I was really interested in that I applied for, but it was impacted. So I didn't get didn't get accepted into the cohort. It's master's of science and athletic training. You need to maintain a B average. So I'm wondering if the game does apply all the way through through like the graduate level, the doctoral level. Dog, the game applies to Pat Perez and Michael Jordan. I'm just keeping it real. I'm just telling you, these are cats that I know. We, we literally just discussed playing the game. And they try to get their f- significant others to understand how to play the game. So I know when you're making millions and billions of dollars and you're talking about this, then I know for a fact that it applies. And I, and I feel kind of better about my comments when I say these things and I see these people of elite status say, this is a real fucking thing. And it ain't a fucking degree applicable world. It's a fucking experience applicable world that we live in. And um, it is a joke. I'm just going to be honest. I, 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 I love... The fact I push education on everybody, I push earning a degree, especially for minorities, because I mean, yeah, I mean you have two master's degrees. Yeah, so. you're not going to yes. get in the door, in my opinion. You're not going to get in the door, especially as a minority, um, for the interview if you don't have this piece of paper. So if you don't have this piece of paper, you're not even going to get in the fucking door. So I push that. So people can say I'm a hypocrite. I'm I'm I'm, I'm hypocrisy at its finest, but in theory. No, it's called playing the game. Yes, I'm pushing you. Sit in the front. Write down questions. Ask questions. Pull up your pants. Don't be on your phone. Take your hat hat off. I'm I'm pushing you to finish your fucking degree. Get your degree. There's a reason I have more kids go get degrees than any other JUCO coach in America or any four-year school for that matter. It's a reason my kids go on and graduate. But earning it. If you play the game, I don't give a fuck if it's a bachelor's, a master's, or a doctor degree. It is playing the game. And you just said interesting things. You got to earn a B average. I did the absolute minimum of my life ever, if I've ever done. My master's degrees were easier to get than passing my elementary school fucking class. They were a joke. And it's all about money. And I don't care about anything. What anyone could tell you, it's about money. If you pay enough money, you'll get the fucking degree. And it's the biggest waste of paper that I've ever seen in my life be printed in America where the fucking student loans is the fucking number one debt in America. The credit cards and student loans, like 
tell me that isn't a fucking designed uh, deal. It is. And I don't care what anyone says. I truly believe you can play the game and get a doctorate degree. Dog, it's online now. Like, how hard can it be? You have access to every Google platform. You have access to every single thing. They say don't plagiarize. Well, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to fucking give you guys some fucking. You can fucking twist up plagiarism and their little programs can't figure it out. So, I mean, let's just be real about it. Like, come on, man. You're telling me that we can't copy and paste some shit and change a bunch of fucking things and move them around and it's going to be. No, you can. And it's fucked up. But that's all they want. They want the money for the degree. So, fuck, dog. I got A's and B's in those classes. I didn't do shit. I worked on the shit the day of. The fucking day of. You know why? And you know what? I can go out there and coach now in a college level with a master's in kinesiology. But you know the bottom line is? I. So we don't cheat the system in full totality. You know what you do? You go get a degree in something that you want to do, A, Something that you have knowledge of, B, which you learn by grabbing it and holding it in your hands, tangible things you did with this degree, with this uh, subject matter. You want to do exercise science or exercise administration or athleticism, whatever. It's a similar master's that I got years ago, um, but it's in an athletic administration, right? It's a similar thing. So, Dog, I've, I've been a coach my whole life. I, I didn't have a master's. I, I coached my whole life. And then when I got the master's, it, it, I'm like, you got to be shitting me. This shit is the same shit I was doing with no master's. I was teaching the same shit, but you got to have the piece of paper to get the paycheck. Or, or the tenure, at least. Or the tenure. So... I think it's a joke, dog, to be honest. I think you can play the game and get through anything in life. I don't care. Look at the tender, tender swindler. <laughs> Motherfucker. Uh, I mean, just there's a lot of stories like that that you don't know about. Um, yeah. Go go watch the show about the guy that, that, that swindled all the, uh, the fucking actors and actresses to get their kids in college. Oh, yeah. Um, we, yeah, I saw it. Yeah, yeah go uh-huh. watch that. By the way, I used to deal with that yeah, dude. Yeah, I know yeah, that guy singer. personally. Mm-hmm. I used to deal with the dude uh, for a lot of things with a lot of grades and a lot of situations with kids. So... Uh, trust me, there's a lot of cats out there that do this type of shit. And a lot of it you don't see on fucking Netflix. So, right. um, I don't know, dog. I think you can get through anything in life if you know how to play the game. I don't give a fuck what field you're in. COO of Amazon or fucking Bank of America, I think you can play it all and get in there. And it's all hands-on. You never go into a job and, and they give you the fucking keys and then they say, here you go, fucking... I need you to do everything on this fucking list. And you're like, well, fuck, my degree didn't teach me this. Your degree ain't teaching you shit, dude. You're going into work. You have to learn their system first. So why do you need a degree? How about we go get a fucking trade and we learn a trade and learn how to be a fucking welder or a fucking machinist? Because that's what motherfuckers need right now. They don't need these fucking fake fucking degree holders. And it's just as expensive in reality. Same shit, dog. Same shit. And they tell you, they tell you out there, um, if you earn a bachelor's degree, you'll earn up to one million dollars more than the person without a bachelor's degree. You know that in your life. So if you earn a bachelor's degree, you will earn one million dollars more than a person without his bachelor's degree or her degree. Mm-hmm. So that may be true. I don't know. Um, I, I, I'm not a huge believer in that, but I guess they say it's true. If it's true, who knows? But 
Yeah. I also think there's more people without degrees making more money with people with degrees right now because of the yeah, social definitely. media world and everything. So, hey, I appreciate the call, dog. And, uh, yeah, go keep playing the game, brother. Yeah. All right, man. Peace. Appreciate you. Um, good call. Um, so nobody got the question. Even the guy with all the Jordans didn't get the question right. Um, anyway, Super Bowl parade in L.A. Let's discuss this before I wrap it up, man. We're, we're an hour and 40 in. Uh, appreciate everybody, man. Hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. BetOnline.ag sponsors the proud Slapdick podcast here on this fearless Friday, um, February 18th. So, <sighs> Super Bowl parade in L.A. Let's discuss it. TJ, you missed the question already, Slap? The Super Bowl parade, okay? Everybody's bashing L.A. because the crowd was shit. Nobody came, okay? I told you guys the day before. I told you. What I tell you guys about the parade? I said the parade ain't going to be shit in L.A. Did I not say that literally the day before the parade? On Merciless Monday, go back and listen to my show. I said, ain't nobody going to that motherfucker. We're out here jacking folks every day. We're out here fucking got other shit to do. It's 80 fucking degrees in February. We don't do shit. We have a million th options here. I'm sorry to all you guys in other states. I love all you guys. But I'm sorry that it's minus 20 and you got tornadoes hitting you in the face and you had a hurricane and you had a fucking... fucking mudslide i don't know what you had i'm sorry we live in la where we can go to the snow play in the motherfucker and then when we don't like it we can leave and get back to 80 degree weather in an hour and then be in the fucking ocean drinking my ties i'm sorry i live in that place <laughs> i'm sorry but not sorry you sound like the fucking bottom feeding jealous ones envy fucks I posted the video of me this morning. I just thought it would be funny to say that. I posted a little video, and I got all these fucking naysayers. This is the cult. This is the funniest thing, though, to me. This guy says, L.A. needs to fall in the ocean already. Everybody that's not from L.A. says all that. <laughs> but we still have more people moving in this motherfucker than that. Just another contrary to belief, nobody's leaving. I know so many people leaving L.A. No, you don't. You, you hear about it. You think about it. I, I wouldn't mind leaving L.A. I hate the traffic, dog. I fucking hate it. I've been in traffic for two days straight. I can't stand that shit. But there's still only one L.A., bro. There's still only one California. Let's just keep it funky all the way, huh? If you ain't been here and don't know shit, shut the fuck up. You know what a motherfucker told me? Had the audacity to say this is how weak fucking minded you motherfuckers are this motherfucker said if for, if the 49ers won they would have had a bigger crowd <laughs> if a if was a fifth we'd all be drunk if my auntie had balls she'd be my uncle and if i had the lotto winning numbers i'd be a millionaire it's the dumbest fucking thing dog it is typical Loser mentality. Motherfuckers that lost are the ones talking shit. Guess what, motherfucker? 
you didn't have a fucking parade or a crowd because you lost to the Rams who won the fucking Super Bowl, motherfucker. We don't care about the crowd. We don't give a fuck. We don't go to parades here. Go look at the history of L.A. The Lakers and the Dodgers run L.A., okay? The Rams have been intermittent. First of all, the Rams were in L.A. for a long time. They never won a Super Bowl, okay? They went to one. They lost to the Steelers. They fucking came back after winning one in St. Louis. St. Louis had one because there's nothing else to do in St. Louis, dog. You go under the arch. You chill under the arch. You could take the fucking little ride up there. Um, you could go to East St. Louis and get smoked, maybe. Um, we have high-speed chases, dog. We do that type of shit. We flip over cop cars and shit when we win a fucking series. When the Kings win, we have a riot. We riot. We riot, motherfucker. We don't party. Doug, we don't give a fuck about all you fucks out there that live in these fucking third world states. We don't care. We're sorry that you live in a town of nine. We would have had a bigger crowd. (laughs) No, you wouldn't have, motherfucker. You have nine people living there. (laughs) Dog, you hate on us because you ain't us. That is how it really is. I'm just telling you the truth, dog. There's only one L.A., bro. I'll be honest. Just take it from me on this one, dog. I've lived everywhere. Okay, I've lived everywhere. And if the place I haven't lived, I've been there long enough. There's only one L.A., and, it, and I can break down a million reasons why there's only one L.A., but there's only one L.A. There's really only one, dog. Yes, we have fucked up politics. Yes, there's shitty mass mandates. Yes, I get it. But we got the baddest bitches. We got the fucking stars and the fucking... Everyone comes here to make a movie, make a fucking rap album, fucking drive a fancy car, Fucking, why do you think the Super Bowl was here? You think it was by coincidence? No. Guess what the sick tickets were? You think they could have charged those fucking same prices in Cleveland, motherfucker? Do you think they could have... You think they could have had the same prices in Cleveland? No. Sorry. L.A. was for a reason. And you know what? They sold out 78000 at the fucking game. And there was the minimum ticket was $6,500. And motherfuckers didn't bat an eye. They didn't bat an eye. They bought the tickets. They bought the tickets. <sighs> you live in L.A., Wayne? He said L.A. has declined every year since 18. Declined in what way? What way has L.A. declined in? I mean, we can point out the streets are fucked up. Um, pollution. It's fucked up. It's the most populous city in America. So, yeah, we have the most cars in the fucking world other than, like, Mexico City or something. So I'm sure that's bad, yeah. How else has it declined? Please enlighten me, the Wayne. Please enlighten us. 
First of all, do you live here? You know how you know why the populations decline? See, this is the motherfuckers who believe the media, dog. This is the motherfucker. The Wayne believes the media because he coaches baseball and he's got to go for what he knows, right? You got 18 players on a, ba- a baseball team. You only recruit so many. You know, football, I got to recruit 200, so I can only fucking go with what the fucking real is, right? So he says population has declined. Well, let me break some news to you, dog. No, it hasn't. Because the fucking Census Bureau, where you get your information from, is a fucking lie. Do you know where California and L.A. is? (laughs) Trump should have put the wall up here, motherfucker. Do you know how many fucking illegal aliens we have in this motherfucker? Do you really think the population's declined? Do you live here? Come over here and drive in L.A., motherfucker, and tell me the population's declined because your Census Bureau has told you. (laughs) Dog, you're posting false information. I post and say real information. It's always the motherfuckers that don't live here who say they know something. (laughs) Hey, TJ, by the way, Long Beach is like as big as fucking Chicago, and it's like our fifth largest city in L.A. (laughs) But nobody will tell you the truth. Long Beach is bigger than most fucking major cities in America, by the way, but they'll only claim a million people in Long Beach. There's a fucking 10 million people in Long Beach. I fucking guarantee you there's seven parts of Long Beach. You got fucking three nice neighborhoods. You got five fucking hoods. You got the ocean front, and then you got every fucking borough in, this, in America in Long Beach. You got the best food. You got every ethnicity in Long Beach. Long Beach is expanding like crazy, and nobody will tell you that shit. Nobody's going to tell you that shit. Go to San Diego. Go to L.A. Go to San Francisco, San Jose, and tell me that the population has declined. Hey, Gabe, has it, has it just become so fucking movable in San Diego all of a sudden? Has, has San Diego just lost a shitload of, player, of people that you know of? San Diego's population's gone up, even though your paperwork says gone down. Frisco's gone up, even though the paperwork says gone down. Why do you think they do that shit? It's for you motherfuckers to fucking discuss. Like this. I'm going to post this. (laughs) I'm going to post the data. The Census Bureau lies to you. I just tell you right now because I know a motherfucker that works for the Census Bureau. And um, see, here we go. The Wayne is saying that the why would the census lie? Why does Donald Trump lie, dog? Why does Hillary Clinton lie? Why does Facebook lie? (laughs) Are you fucking joking me? Do I have to get into this? Why do they lie? Why do politicians and priests lie? Why does the Vatican cover up for all the fucking... Sodomy and fucking rape. Is there? Can I please let? Can you please let me know why the Vatican covers up for all the fucking perverted fucking bitch made motherfuckers who are fucking raping little boys and girls, motherfucker? Can you tell me why that's a fucking cover up? Do you have that one? 
<laughs> Why do they fucking lie? That's got to be the best line I've ever heard. Why do you lie, Rudy Giuliani? Why'd you lie about having the little girl in your fucking room and tell her to come over here and give me some head? Oh, I didn't do that. Really? It's on video now. Oh, man. It's always the motherfucker that talks about it when they're not from the place that they talk about. Why is that? See, I'm a guy who is an equal opportunist asshole. I tell you, L.A. is a shithole right now. We're the number one homeless city in America. We have horrible fucking traffic. It's the worst. I think that the mass shit is a joke. Um, but there's pockets everywhere. Every city you go has a shithole pocket. Every city you go has a... But just so you're clear about it, um, I am comparing population growth to pedophiles and priests. It is relevant. If you didn't hear anything I said, then you're just hearing me, dog. You don't listen. You're not listening. It is very relevant what I just said. You asked, why would they lie? I just said, why would anyone lie? That's why they fucking lie. They lie for a reason. <laughs> what do you mean, why do they lie? What the fuck? <laughs> why is a porn star's dick hard? <laughs> what the fuck are we talking about here? Holy fuck. Dog, we don't give a fuck here. See, I'm an equal opportunist. I tell you LA shitty. It's got a bunch of shitty things. Then I say LA has things that nobody else has. And that's why people move in here. That's why people want to come here. There's a reason. <laughs> There's a reason. But if it was such on the it was if it was on the decline so fucking much like your population fucking data says why is rent and fucking mortgage prices gone up through the fucking roof why are houses at an all-time high on the fucking on on equity why have i gotten 300 grand in equity in my house in two years and i don't even live near la i live in the fucking sticks why the fuck is my equity jumped up 300 grand in two years if it was such a fucking cesspool <laughs> and why are houses selling in la in one fucking day one day. Dog, I don't even have to put my house on the fucking market. It'll sell tomorrow if I fucking tweet it out. Do you think there's a... you think motherfuckers don't want to come here? <laughs> and here we go again. Because we have the worst politicians and policies in the country. <laughs> I love how motherfuckers throw politics on top of that shit. <laughs> I give a fuck about politics, dog. Politics make me none at all. I give a fuck. I don't know shit about it. I don't know shit about politics. I don't. I don't know shit about it. I I, I bet you, though, since California, um, you know, it is a huge state for these politicians to win over because we have the most votes, right? So they have to get that state. And it's a Democratic state every year, right? So they know they're getting that fucking they're getting those votes and they're going to get fucking, what is it? 30? What is it? What is it? 30? I don't, I don't know shit about, what is it? 30 fucking five or something? What do they get? What, what do they automatically get when you win California? Cause you win California, even though you need Florida, Ohio, a couple things. What do you automatically get when you win California? 30, what's the electoral? 35? I don't know what it is, but it's the most in the country, right? We know that. 
I think a lot of other states are mad at the state because they have the most electoral college votes. And you motherfuckers are mad. So we get 55 electoral college votes. I'm totally wrong. 55. So you win this state, dog. And if you can just win a few of the fucking shitholes over, you're fucking president of the United States. (laughs) Oh, we got to win over the state of nine. Oh. Hey, dog. I can move to Houston and buy a mansion, a fucking mansion. Houston's the third world's, a third largest state in the country. I can buy a mansion in that motherfucker. I could buy a mansion in Houston for my price of my house here. Don't you think I thought about it? Fuck yeah. I love Houston, but it ain't Cali, bruh. <laughs> There's no place like it, even though we have shithole parts of it. I don't want to be in this fucking shithole traffic. I don't want to wear a fucking mask. But I don't want to fuck my sister and have a baby and call in my brother either, motherfucker. So pick and choose your fucking wins and losses, dog. We all got to do it. We all got to do it. (laughs) Houston's population growth is up. Thank you. Because everybody from California is moving there, right? <laughs> These motherfuckers believe anything. That's goddamn. Hold up, dog. I won the lotto? You bullshitting me. Thank you. Some guy just called me, told me I won the lotto. I didn't even play. <laughs> I believe that shit, though. Goddamn, dog. Wake up. Fucking open our fucking. Eyes and ears, please, people. We live in fucking Mexico, motherfucker. We, li- Gabe, tell these motherfuckers you live in Mexico, basically. Ask, tell him, Gabe lives in San Diego, by the way. Please tell him how many motherfuckers come over the border that we do not ever fucking know about. And do you think they can vote? Do you think they're on the fucking Census Bureau fucking data? Do you think they're in your data? <laughs> Dog, we're 40 million motherfuckers short, bruh. I'll tell you straight out. We're 40 million. Now, I'm talking about the state of California, not L.A., but L.A. is the populous one, right? L.A. is the most. But we're 40 million dogs short on the census borough shit. I'm going to tell you straight up. On the borough, the borough. The motherfuckers from the borough. Go watch The Wash, dog. Listen to Pooh on The Wash. The borough. He calls it The Borough. Some of you guys need to do that shit. Census Bureau. Uh, I got $60 in tips from what? What happened? Oh, Gabe, don't even let me get started with the felons that can't vote. Like, why the fuck are you a felon? You can't. Why can't you vote if you're a felon? You got you did your time. You're out. Can you please enlighten my young man Wayne here that we have more felons in this motherfucker than anywhere to? By the way, Gabe, I don't think you're on the Census Bureau either, by the way. But you don't exist according to Wayne. (laughs) Oh, man, what we believe, dog. We believe the motherfucking dumbest shit ever, ever, ever. 
<sighs> the Wayne, I said that an hour ago. What do you mean? Why does it just make sense now? Oh, I appreciate everybody tipping me. God damn, I did not know that. Much love to you, dog. Much love. Yeah, eight bedroom in Houston for three eighty. Gabe, you can't get a fucking studio apartment here for three eighty. You can't get a studio apartment here for three eighty. Sometimes I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes. Um, Hector, I appreciate you. Sometimes I do. Yeah, Bailey, Wayne's the baseball coach. Shout out to Wayne for coaching something. He's helping youngsters out. I know that much, at least. Um, oh, man. Stars and Stripes said felons have proven to be untrustworthy or to be that aren't trustworthy. Beaumont, shit. I'm not far from Beaumont, but I ain't living in no fucking Beaumont. I tell you that. I'll move to Arizona if I go to Beaumont. If I go to Beaumont, I'm just gonna keep going and go to Arizona. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I'm just gonna keep. I'm gonna go right past Beaumont and go to Arizona. Uh, See, I, I disagree with felons are not trustworthy. I disagree totally, wholeheartedly, 100% unequivocally disagree that felons are untrustworthy. You want to holler at me about it? I'll break that shit down for you too. See, a lot of you motherfuckers don't want to... A lot of you motherfuckers don't want to... I'll, I'll paste the thing in here, Gabe. Uh, there's the stream right there. <sighs> Untrustworthy felons. So, I would argue that there's more felons out there that are felons because of the untrustworthy politicians that have put them in the scenario that they're in to this day, which is a trick bag. And a fucking felon that gets the fucking charge is usually put in a trick bag. Everyone that I fucking know and, and have gone through this thing. Why is it that I've faced eight felonies twice in my life? And I've done literally nothing but help some people <laughs> from some certain demographics. Why did I face eight felonies twice? Why was I basically the victim of a irresponsible fucking investigation. How many irresponsible investigations do you think lead to fucking felons becoming felons? So, I, I, I think, hold up, Gabe, real quick. I think that there's more politicians that put so-called felons in trick bags and allow them to become felons, then there are true untrustworthy felons. But you motherfuckers are all the same motherfucker. You all believe that because you got a felony, you are fucking guilty. That's the problem with you motherfuckers. That is the very 
foundation of the issue that we face today right now. We face motherfuckers that come out here and claim that you're a felon, so you're an, un- you're an untrustworthy motherfucker. Well, I tell you that this fucking politician and the priest is the untrustworthy motherfucker that put them in the trick bag in the first place. I know a lot of motherfuckers in jail for fucking false imprisonment, motherfucker, and that motherfucker's not an untrustworthy person. But you now put a fucking title over him because he has a strike. I wouldn't have faced eight felonies, dog, if, if, if it wasn't for a fucking irresponsible investigation by a fucking criminal politician or a fucking crooked cop. But those motherfuckers all get a pass, huh? That's what you're saying? What up, Gabe? Not too much. Hey, uh, right off the bat, I'm in Big Bear, so the Wi-Fi at this hotel is terrible. I'm, I'm snowboarding, and it's like, you know, I like to do white people. I mean, <laughs> oh, shit. Spree just like came in. Uh, hey, Spree's in the house. Spree's in the house. Uh, he's up Spree in the fucking... The, uh, COVID goatee going. He, he froze up. Spree I'm froze up. He got Wi-Fi, too. Yep, you're up in here. Oh, I'm up in Get off that Boost Mobile, Spree. Watch out, homie. That motherfucker get the head chucked off on the docks. Uh, Spree got the motherfucker yeah. uh, Rams hat on represent. That motherfucker hasn't shaved or that motherfucker look like hairy balls on his head. That motherfucker look like nappy balls on his head. That fro, like, homie. Like a hat, though. God damn, homie! I can't hear you, dog. I just want to. I just want to chime in. I can't hear shit. Yeah, I I'll hit you up later. The show going good, though. I can't hear shit, though. All right, I'll holler at you later. Um, he's gonna have to listen to it later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. He got the working man's job. Hell yeah! Shit. Yeah. Hey, guess what? That motherfucker goes home to, he goes home tomorrow. Motherfucker puts a bag of uh, dock goods in his trunk. Guess what? He gets a felony strike. Right, exactly. But he's now he's untrustworthy. Right. <laughs> yeah, so let me touch on a few things you said. First of all, motherfuckers are jumping the wall every single day they, they have on the news in San Diego that they found another boat um, abandoned. And it's they're they're just boats to bring illegals over. They're here all day, every day. Thousands coming in. People can believe what they want. They get to basically. I'm not against whatever. I don't give a fuck what you do, but um, they don't pay taxes. It's all cash. You can actually get insurance on a fucking car and a license, even if you're not documented here in Cali. Just so if you hit a rich person's car, they you know you have insurance. So. It's all kind of shit. You, ain't nobody leaving California unless a couple of my friends have left just because they, like Code said, you can get a fucking mansion in Texas. I could buy probably at least an eight bedroom mansion for just one of my houses, what it's worth here. And uh, my cousin just bought a gated community crib for like 380. It's got a high school right built into the fucking complex with a number one rated, uh, football team everything so yeah he's got me wanting to move to houston but i I, i'm addicted to cali too much me too but did you see all the badges jb you weren't even you weren't even paying attention i got everybody hyped and was like send him some stickers motherfuckers are sending 20 dollars stickers damn 
like three of them in a row. I, I, I started it with a dollar or two dollars and everybody just went crazy trying to make me look bad. Damn, that's it. Uh, Call that dinner, lunch money, some Popeyes. <laughs> hey, money. so chime in on this felony thing. Because tell these motherfuckers that, first of all, tell them how hard and or near impossible and, and tell them if you were black, probably would be near impossible, but let them know how hard it is to get a job, first of all, that pays a decent amount of money that after you're a felon and you have it on the books. Yeah, you're going to have to, first of all, you're going to have to work some shitty job that's, that you're going to have to prove to whoever's in management or whatever that you're not going to steal from them or whatever it is because in Cali, they check all of your shit, even for like Walmart and shit. So you're going to, you're going to, basically, I had to, I, I did the whole, when I got out of prison, my, my uh, parole officer wouldn't let me drive wouldn't let me obtain a license. So I had to take the bus. Like it was humbling, man. Take taking the bus. Um, I worked at Sony for eight bucks an hour, like with a mortgage. <laughs> and I just hustled, man. I, I found out the positions in the company that you had to take classes or certs for and I worked my way up and then I hustled I parlayed that into other jobs. But everywhere I went, it always I always got the call within two weeks. Come in uh, HR office. We want to talk to you about all your felonies. I have fucking organized crime felonies and uh, active. So a lot of people don't know STG, security threat group. If you go into prison and you claim a hood or go, or join a gang, you're going to be labeled security threat group. That follows you out here, people. So when they do a background check, oh, he's security threat group. You're in there with fucking terrorists. A security, they don't tell him, oh, he was a blood, he was a crip, he, whatever. They just say security threat group. So your employer is going to say, are you a fucking terrorist? Like, what the fuck did you do? Yeah. And another thing here in California, you want to be a gang member or a, or a ball or whatever you want to call yourself. When you go to prison now, you sign a fucking document the day, day one when you go in there. I'm a blood, I'm a crip, whatever you are. If your set or your neighborhood does some shit, like stab a counselor, kill somebody on the yard. It's not how they used to take you to court inside and, and you get some whole time. Now they take you to real fucking court and give you more time. And that being said, you you don't even have to be there. You can be in the chow hall on camera having nothing to do with it. If you're affiliated with that crew, that paperwork you sign now, you're going down, you're going along for the ride because you're part of that organization. So you don't want to be gang members that are watching this or whatever. You want to be a gangster? You come to California, because you know you're. You might go in there for dr for drugs or some dumb shit with a year or two, and your gang does some shit in there. Thirty years. Here, here you go. Here goes the life sentence. I saw I saw some neighborhoods in L.A. stab counselors, stab people in there, get life sentences. A dude is doing a year, and you know. So you want to be a writer? Go ahead and be a writer. And then uh, out here went. All of that follows you. So you want to go get employed, it follows you. You want to go to college. When I had to sign up for my, you know how you know how it is, uh, JB, in college here, you have a, I think it's an SDHU number, some bullshit that's basically in case you want to transfer colleges or whatever, but you always have that number. When I went to try to get my little associate, they were like, damn, 
you're a fucking active gang member? And I'm like, I've never been in a street gang, ever. And, but your prison shit follows you because that's how it is. I, I got lucky and I worked for the water company as a tech because I was truthful with them, told them what's up. And basically they put me on a contract saying, here's five years. In this five years, if you can prove who you say you are instead of who we think you are, it's on. Then then we'll give you a real salary, everything. I'm living the dream now, but I worked through that shit. And it, you know, I hear JB say, and a lot of people say, you do what you have to do, warehouse jobs, all that fucking bullshit. I was the type of guy that I wanted to be the type of guy like JB's dad was, a fucking diesel mechanic. Uh, I that That's what I wanted to be. People don't know, a diesel mechanic can... In L.A., back in the day, you could raise a whole fucking family and have bar money every night and live a good life. So I saw all those steel workers, water workers. That was my dream. I wanted the fucking tool belt, all that shit. A lot of people say, like, oh, that's, you know, blue-collar shit. That's doing what you you don't want to do. For me, that's what I wanted to do because I leveled it up. And, I mean, on a good day, my my company's paying for me to snowboard today. And on top of that, I get salary perks, bonuses, like I'm living the dream, but it took a long fucking time to get here. And off the bat, nobody's going to trust you with all those felonies. And especially if you're dumb enough to be affiliated when you're in there, which I was because I was scared. I'm not trying to be something I want when I'm not. When I went in there, I was scared. I, you know, I wasn't no punk, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's that's what I'm saying. Stars and stripes on the chat. He's saying, uh, he said, uh, oh, don't be in a gang, then you won't, you don't get what you asked for. And so I'm like, well, he just said, he just said he wasn't in a gang, but he was tagged as a gangster. So you, you don't listen, dog. Stars and stripes. You're not listening again. So, but, but JB, that's because they're not from California. They don't understand that. I know. From the neighborhood, you can't go to prison and say, oh, I'm not from that. I know. It doesn't matter if you're in a gang. I was from Pomona. From Ramona Street Projects, the, the the first thing they say is who who are you riding with? It doesn't matter. He you, you, he he has no clue. I don't know where he's from. Stars and Stripes, where'd you grow up at, man? Let us know, and then please don't tell us. I'm from just tell us where you're from and tell us the deal, so we all know, so it's relevant. We're not gonna knock you for it. I'm just curious because every each is own man, you know. I, yeah. Let me ask you. I, I want to tell you something, Gabe. I I, I got to tell these people. The cold part about the shit that we grew up in is all these youngsters now are trying to get into what we did out of necessity. Yeah, motherfuckers. I, I grew up with. Even though you can say it's a weak-minded scenario. We all did things that were survival of the fittest. And we didn't want to necessarily go be in a gang. We didn't want to necessarily run with a gang. We didn't necessarily want to hit licks. But out of necessity, because we knew what we knew and didn't know what we didn't know, we became something other overnight, basically. And now we're labeled that for the rest of our life. These young cats now, though, are trying to get into what we were trying to get out of our whole life. They want to be a gangster, but no, they don't understand. No, you don't, motherfucker. You're fake as shit. And when you, you become a gangster, when you so-called, quote-unquote, become a gangster. Uh, we stole because we didn't have no fucking money and because our friends didn't have money. 
even if one of us uh, parents had a job and and did okay, that didn't mean our best homies. They they I, man, you already know, JB. Most of my homeboys' moms were were on, were on crack. Um, my mom was on crack. I don't like to share that shit on YouTube, but my mom was a dopehead. Anyway, um, we stole because we didn't have no fucking money. We hung around our environment so it's not these kids today i don't know what they steal for or or what they're fucking doing look at your favorite rappers kodak black came out here for that super bowl shit he's a big gangster out of prison trump guy all this shit what happened he got fucking shot he is standing outside of the club and on in fucking beverly hills it's not a game in california you want to come here thinking you're whatever you're gonna meet some real ones and it, it it's it is what it is but these kids today they they want to front like something they're not just like you say real recognized real yeah it does dog stars and stripes says he's from south right. south frisco i don't know yeah. about i don't know i know i know some northern cali spots and everything but you must have been from an affluent neighborhood or something i, I don't understand how you can comment on on that shit um uh, you can't. I don't know how you're gonna comment on Cali gangs south of Frisco and not know anything because Oakland's not far. I know that neighborhood. Uh, San Jose's got some neighborhoods I know about, and you're claiming you're from Frisco or south of Frisco, but you don't. You know how Cali gangs are, but you literally are oblivious. <laughs> hey, buddy, real ones relate. Fake ones stay hating. That's just how it is. I don't. I. Personally, I'll never attack anybody on here. If you say you're from Northern California and you're making comments like that, bro, you must have been with this generation that went in the house. We were outside. You know, motherfuckers are, that I know right now live in East L.A. in, in hoods that I grew up in. And they, they oh, I'm, I'm from L.A. or whatever. Motherfucker, no, you're not. You went inside. You're inside playing video games for 10 years. We were outside. Tell them, JB. My, my dad and, and my stepmom used to have to make me come in the house I, I we were out in the streets man remember the curfews during the riots and all that shit i was still out and out in the streets man and nowadays these guys are indoors it's not hard to be a tough guy in la when you're indoors playing video games all day that's not the real that's different. yeah yeah let me let me add my boy let me add my boy wido in what up wido coach man og game oh, what's going on wido always got that hair hey right? You know me. That's that fresh out of bed. I don't give a shit. Just have, just have it go. Hey, let me, uh, before you talk, let me, uh, I'm, I'm jumping into after hours real quick. Let me end the uh, audio side real quick. Uh, give me one second. Uh, I'll see you guys Monday on Merciless Monday over on Spotify, iTunes, and Apple. Appreciate you guys joining in today. Have a good weekend. Peace. Peace.